Blog Talk Radio. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Empowerment Place and another episode of Fire and Desire with your host, Prophetess Valerie Burwell and Prophet Rodney Beeney. Excited about what God has to share on this evening. Prophet, go ahead and tell them a little bit about what God has given you to release on this evening. Amen? Amen. We're going to talk about being arrested by purpose. We talk a lot about in past episodes, you know, purpose. We've kind of dealt with some things on a on a basic foundational type level, but tonight we're going to really uh, get to a place where we're going to, it's really going to be kind of challenging. So uh, I want to kind of get a little bit deeper into, you know, how purpose, how that how that's going to play out in our lives and, and the impact it's going to have on our lives overall. Amen. 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 Arrested on purpose. Yeah. Arrested by purpose. Arrested by purpose. Mm-hmm. Amen. So we're starting in Revelation? Yes. So we're going to get started here in the book of Revelation, chapter number one, and we're going to look at one particular verse, and that's verse nine. I believe that I believe that when we look at this, we need to see that this is somewhat of a pattern for what we as kingdom people should expect. We, we've gotten, Prophetess Valor, I think we've gotten away from, uh, we've gotten away from the patterns that we see in Scripture mm. with the early apostles and things like that. You know, uh, it seems like now in the church world, predominantly, everybody's looking for convenience. I mean, everything is kind of geared and catered to individuals and, you know, us getting blessed and, and so, things of that nature. But there's still a price to be paid. Yeah. It's still sacrifice. I mean, you know, the, the cost for the anointing and the cost and the sacrifices that are required to, in fact, fulfill purpose are still relevant. Mm-hmm. Amen. And you know, when we look at when we look at the Book of Acts and we look at the epistles, we see apostles putting themselves in positions wherein they are, in fact, going to be arrested at, in some instances. You know, uh, but the people of the church world today, it seems like. You know, we are not going to even try to put ourselves in a position where our own welfare would be threatened, mm. and that's not what—that's not—that's not what we see in the reading of the Bible. And so, I think that you know, it will behoove us to take us another look now when we talk about purpose. That there's a serious requirement. There are some serious requirements that 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 we need to understand in order to be in a position to even fulfill purpose. Mm-hmm. And and you know uh, this whole thing about being arrested means that now we're gonna we're gonna actually give our lives to this thing. Amen. This, this is this this is the thought process now. We're giving our lives to this. All right. I believe, Prophetess Valerie, that there are, there are even some songs that God has given some individuals in the body of Christ that are only meant to be sung. By serious kingdom-minded people. Wow. You know songs such as uh, "I Belong to You" mm. and "I Give My Life Away." Yeah, yeah. A lot of people are not even qualified to even sing those songs. That's right. I mean, you know, these songs are for serious kingdom-minded people because when God says, when God asks for your life, He's literally requesting your life. Yeah. 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 Amen. Amen. When when God says, you know, He asks you to give your life away, He's literally requiring that, you know, you give your life away. 
Yeah. Not when it's convenient. Not when you feel like it. You know. You know. Even to the extent of sometimes putting yourself in a position where your own welfare is in jeopardy. Wow. And so again, that I believe there's there's some songs that we sing. But some people some people need to sit down. <laughs> and, and not even not even sing those songs because you're in no position uh, to even make that declaration before God. Yeah, yeah. Amen. Yeah, amen. And so, so, so let's read the scripture here in, in Revelation one verse nine. It says here, "I, John, both to your brother and companion in the tribulation and kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, was on the island that is called Patmos for the word of God." And for the testimony of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Now, most of us know the history of this particular setting here. John has been sentenced uh, because of his stand for the kingdom. Amen. Amen. And he, the sentence is that he's been exiled to this island called Patmos. Mm-hmm. And so he, he, he's been sentenced for taking a stand for the word of God and the kingdom. All right. Now, notice that he says, I'm your brother and companion in this thing. And so basically what John is declaring, John's saying, you know, John is saying, you know, I'm not here because of you, but I'm here for you. Yes. In other words, I have I have willingly, nobody, nobody made me do this. I willingly did this and put myself in this position. Yes, yes. Pastor John doesn't have to be here. He doesn't have to be exiled. Right. He, he exercised his will in line with the will of the Father, and this was the result. Mm. Amen. Yeah, this yeah, in yeah, fact yeah, was yeah, his, yeah. his assignment in life. Amen. Yeah. Again, he exercised his will in line with the will of God, and this was the result. John was chosen to be in this particular situation, and it's for our benefit that he ended up here. Again, he's not he's not bringing an indictment against us. He's not saying you caused me to be here. Yeah. Because again, the choice was always his for the stand that he took, mm-hmm. as far as the word of God and the kingdom are concerned. But but John John stole himself into this thing, and when purpose came to arrest him, he willingly exercised his will accordingly. Amen. Yes. Wow. Amen. So so John has been arrested by purpose. This was his assignment in life, and what we need to understand as people of God, kingdom-minded people, is the fact that serving the purpose of God for your life means putting yourself in position to be arrested. Arrested. Yes. Or taken captive by his purpose. Yes. yes. Amen. Yes. This means that at any given point in time, you give God access to interrupt what you consider to be your life. Yes. And For I the like sake to, of the kingdom. we consider to be our life. Amen. <laughs> we Amen. Consider Amen. To be our life. Because, because again, we say, my life is not my own. Yeah. Yeah. To you, yeah. I belong. Yeah. Come on. Come on. We need to take this thing literally. Yeah. And begin to live that way. My life is not my own. To so you, I belong. I belong. Yeah. I give my life away. Yeah, yeah. You know? And so that means that any given point in time, I'm giving the Father access to interrupt, again, what I consider to be my life for yeah. the sake of the kingdom. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. Whether it's convenient for me or not, whether I think it's a, it's a good time for me to do this or not, you know, there's no convenient time to get arrested. No. <laughs> Amen? Mm, mm, mm. There's never a convenient time to get arrested. 
But but this is the mindset. This is the mentality of serious kingdom-minded people. Yes. My life is not my own. No, no. You know, if, if, if I'm sitting up here, Prophet Valerie, if I'm sitting up here today uh, with with a nice, nice $80,000 a year corporate job, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden God decides that now is the time to interrupt that for the sake of the kingdom, and he's going to call me away from that and send me somewhere that's not as financially rewarding. Right, yeah. Okay, I understand that it's his right to do that because I've committed myself to allow myself to be arrested by purpose. Oh, boy, see, that's a mess with folks right here. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, kingdom people understand things like that. Real kingdom people understand that my life is not my own, so I've given the Father, I've given the king access. He can come right now and arrest me if so, and I'll go. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll go. He can arrest me from this job. He can arrest me from this career. Yes. He can arrest me from whatever I got going on and what I consider to be like. And I'll still, he can send me where he needs me. Yes, he can. And I'll go. Whether it's convenient or not, whether I think it's good timing for myself or not, whether I think that I got too much going on in my life to make a move like that right now or not, None of that none of that matters. None of that matters. My life belongs to him. Mm, 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 mm. Amen? Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so serving the purpose of God right means putting yourself in position to be arrested. Yeah. Taken captive. You give up your rights when you get arrested. You do. You give up your rights. And so, you know, in the kingdom we live this way anyhow. We we live you know, that we and I, Price in exchange for the king taking care of me. Yeah. You know, I, I give up the right to own and things like that. You know, uh, I, I've given myself to, I'm his responsibility. Absolutely. Amen. Absolutely. Amen. And, and, and you so, know, when, when we talk about that, Prophet, when, when we talk about how when we relinquish everything about ourselves, every decision, you know, there are no hidden agendas, no motives. It's just really about doing everything purpose-driven and according to what he's spoken. The manifestation of what he has for us comes so easily. Yeah. It comes without, it, it just, it's there. Yeah. It's just there. Amen. And people, yeah. people began to watch and say, well, how is it that that, how, how that happen? I mean, how how they how can they do that? Right. Amen. But you don't understand that we've given we've given our lives away. Amen. It, it's not Amen. about us. We we've given our lives away to that which God has called us to do. We're fulfilling our assignments, and like you yeah. said, because we we're doing that, we're His responsibility. He, he we're on His payroll. Yes, that's right. You know? Amen. Amen. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Amen. You know, uh, unfortunately for the majority of the body of Christ at large, uh, most of us have yet to experience what you're talking about on a, on a, on the, on the level that God purposed for it for our lives. Yeah. Because we've we've not given our lives over to the King. Yeah. Yeah. We say Lord, Lord, you know, things like that. But you know, uh, when 
when there are circumstances that appear to not be in our favor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we, 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 we tend to kick against it even if God is in it. You know, if, if we find ourselves in a situation where uh, the purpose of God is requiring something of us, but we can't find a way to do that mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, maintain a level of security, maintain, keep our security blankets and things like that in place, we'll, we'll tend to disobey God. Yes. I mean, you know, I mean, seriously, come on now. Uh, we, we will disobey God if I can't find a way to do what purpose is requiring me to do without without disrupting everything else in my life. I'll disobey God. Oh, yeah. A lot of us will have to admit that if we were honest. I can give you a, a biblical example of it. If you, if you go to Luke chapter eight, uh, Luke chapter 5, verse 1 through 8, where Peter, when Jesus tells Peter, launch out into the deep. And let down your nets for a catch. What's going on here is Jesus introducing Peter to to the kingdom order of the day. Amen. 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 He's introducing Peter to a a a, a kingdom order, and so this order now is totally different from the from the world system and the order that Peter is accustomed to living by. Mm-hmm. Jesus is Jesus is coming in here now, and he's interrupting everything Peter is accustomed to doing. Everything Jesus tells Peter and instructs Peter to do is against the grain, yeah. contrary to what he's accustomed to doing. Amen. You know, he, he's accustomed to going out to fish at night, yeah. you know, and so, you know, Jesus tells him, you know, the instruction is to go out in the day, mm-hmm. you know, contrary. And so he, the, he, the king is turning, flipping Peter's life upside down. Everything is going there's a totally different order that the king is bringing in. And Peter can't find a way to do what Jesus is telling him to do without reversing everything he's used to doing. (laughs) And therefore he goes about it half-heartedly. Yes, yes. yes. He doesn't fully obey what Jesus tells him to do. And and that's the the case with most of us. When we can't find a way to do what he's telling us to do without disrupting everything else we got going on, we won't do what he tells us to do. We won't fully obey. We'll back up. Amen. Amen. But when the kingdom begins to advance in your life, you gotta you gotta be willing to accommodate everything God wants to do, and that comes at the price of allowing God to interrupt and disrupt practically everything in your life. Mm-hmm. That's the price. Mm-hmm. That's the price. Mm-hmm. But the reward, prophet, is the reward. Like Hallelujah. I'm gonna be on his payroll. Yes. Amen. That's the reward. And that's the thing that we have to hold to because. You know, going through even that process when you're when you're starting to relinquish different facets of your life because it takes process. It does. Yes. Um, yes. As we're learning, and we say that we trust God, we have faith, we believe, we stand on His word. We say all of those things almost to the extent that they're cliche. Right. Because you know. When the rubber meets the road, it's like, oh, wait a minute. I, okay, wait a minute. I, I'm not ready for that. Right. But you just said you trust me, so come, like, come on. <laughs> but I, I didn't know it was going to feel like this. So even when going through that process and when you take that, that, that first step when he speaks and then you see the manifestation, you sort of go, oh, okay, well, that wasn't too bad. So right. when the next thing comes, God is able to build build on that, you know, 
you you become a, another masterpiece because the whole time he's got you on the potter's wheel and he's still forming you and still yeah. making you into yeah. that which he he desires that you look like that you represent him well. Amen. Amen. So you know while he's molding and shaping you and you know you going through and getting your nicks and all of that, it's still you you you've got to understand the process and you can't give up. That's that when right. you don't see that way clear, it. it that's when you really got to holler out, God, now, come on, I need to see you now. Amen. This Amen. is yours. Come on. That's uh, right. Now, God. And he's just like that. He's waiting for you to, to, to just holler out to him. Amen. Because if, if you holler out, he'll be like, okay, yeah, they they, they going to go. But if, you know, you just <laughs> sit there, a lot of times we just be like, I don't see how it's going to happen. You just sit there looking dumb in the face and, you know, all somber and sad, like, huh. I know I'm going to have to pay for this. I know he's going to get me because I'm not doing what he told me to do. You're already defeated. Amen. 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 <laughs> You're already defeated. It's crazy. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> so, you know, I really want to emphasize today the fact that these are things purpose requires. Amen. When you talk about the kingdom of God, you're talking about purpose. Mm-hmm. These are the things that we've got to get in our mind. It's going to be required of us, these types of things, you know, being arrested, having our lives interrupted, having our lives turned upside down, you know, having the flow of our lives reversed, you know, having understanding that he or he required me to go places that I don't think I should go, wow. interact with people that I don't think I should interact with. You know, a, a, a biblical example of that is in Acts, I think it's Acts 10, when, when Peter uh, Peter is of the mindset that he's not supposed to, he's not supposed to interact with Gentiles. But yet here's God. Now, God has sent a delegation of Gentiles to see Peter. And so, you know, prior to them arriving, God speaks to Peter through a vision, through a trance, and tells him, rise up, Peter, kill and eat. And he shows them these animals. Yeah. And Peter, in his religious mindset, said, oh, no, God. I don't eat anything unclean. And so God speaks to him again so in the dream and says, through the dream, he says, now don't you call unclean what I, common unclean what I have cleansed. Okay. And he's using animals as an analogy to refer to people. So he is Peter with his religious self, yeah. thinking that I'm not supposed to have anything to do with any Gentile. And the very people that he thinks he's not supposed to have anything to do with is the very people that God has sent to his house. Mm. For him to minister to, for him to interact with. And so a lot of the body of Christ, we find ourselves in situations where that there's, there's places God needs us to go yeah. that we don't think we ought to go. One of the reasons a lot of times we don't think we ought to go, Prophetess Valerie, is because of the circumstances that we have going on in our personal life. Wow. You know, we're looking at the adversity. We're looking at we're looking at the adversity and the and the challenges, circumstances that we are facing in our personal life, and we declare that is not the right time for me to go and fulfill my purpose. Ooh, Jesus! Well, that's to your demise. Yes, it is. That's to your demise because God has, in fact, created an opportunity for you to do something that will address. Your personal circumstances, yes. and it has, it has it has presented itself in the form of an opportunity for you to help somebody. Yes, amen. And in helping somebody, it'll help you. Exactly. 
Exactly. Let, 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 let me, let me, let's go down this road properly. Here, here's the widow woman now. All right, here's the widow of Zarephath. Okay. Now, she's in the midst of this famine and this drought and things like this. And so, uh, you know, she's gotten down to her last. And she's decided, she's decided that, you know, she's going to, She's gonna use what she has for her and her son, and they're gonna they're gonna take that and they're gonna die. And here comes the prophet. Prophet of God is sent to her, and, and and you know based upon what is written, what is recorded, God had also spoken to this widow. But here here comes a prophet. Now now put yourself in the widow of Zarephath's mm-hmm. shoes. Mm-hmm. If you had just a little bit left, in fact enough for one more meal. Yeah. And there's no there's no outlook, there's no prospect of anything else coming. The last thing you are expecting to, for God to do is to send somebody to you who's going to ask you for what you what you have. Yes. That's the last thing you're expecting. Yeah. You're expecting if God sends you somebody that they're going to come with something. Yeah, yeah. They're not going to yeah. come asking for something. <laughs> come on now. Yeah. Oh, my last say hey, you come asking, asking me for, for that? this. <laughs> yeah. But 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 had she not participated in God's plan, yeah. it would have been to her demise. Absolutely. Absolutely. So her deliverance, her salvation shows up in the form of an opportunity to fulfill her purpose guarding Elijah. Amen. 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 And again, it would be to her demise. Yeah. If she chooses not to exercise her will in line with the will of God, to use what she has to bless this man of God. Yeah, yeah. Amen? So a lot of times we, we, we get we fail to recognize opportunities that God has set up for us because of the adversity that we are facing or the challenges that we are facing at that point in time. Amen? Mm-hmm. And as a result of that, we miss opportunities to walk in purpose. Yeah. And walking in purpose is is one thing you can do that's going to have the most and most impact on your personal circumstances. Amen. There's a lot of personal issues that that people are waiting for God to do something about, but the problem is you're missing opportunities walking to walk in your purpose. Your personal issues are not going to be resolved. Until you understand the solution is to walk in purpose. Yes. Amen. Yes. We're sitting around waiting for God to directly address our personal issues. The solution is in your purpose. Yes. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. Let's, let's, take, let's take a look. Let's take a read here in Ecclesiastes chapter nine. This is a familiar scripture, but it it validates and supports everything that I just said. I don't talk a whole lot and don't read scripture. Uh, <laughs> let me give some scripture to support, scriptural support for what I just said. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, everyone knows this scripture. Verse 11 says, I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, mm-hmm. nor the battle to the strong, nor bread to the wise, nor riches to men of understanding, nor favor to men of skill, but time and chance happen to them all. Now watch verse 12. It says, for man also does not know his time. Mm-hmm. Like fish taken in a cruel net, like birds caught in a snare. So the sons of men are snared in an evil time when it falls suddenly upon them. And so what what, what time and chance, he says, time and chance happens to them all. He's speaking about timing and opportunity. 
Yes. Regardless of your skill, regardless of your wisdom, regardless of your strength, regardless of your understanding, you need an opportunity. Wow. You need an opportunity. You need an opportunity to apply wisdom. You need an opportunity to deploy skill. You need an opportunity, you know, to, to use all these things. It doesn't matter how anointed you are if there's no opportunity. So God creates opportunity. He sets opportunity up for us to apply these things and to operate in these things that he's given us. And that's when that's when we are able to resolve and, 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 and do things, do something that's going to impact our personal situations. But what happens here, what happens now is these opportunities are presented in what the Bible here refers to as an evil time. Yeah. Or an inopportune time. Mm-hmm. At, a, at a time when you are facing challenges, at a time when you're facing adversity, at a time when it seems that you don't even have enough for yourself. Mm-hmm. Come on. Mm-hmm. You don't have enough for yourself, and he's telling you to go to Africa. Amen. Amen. I mean, you know, but it's an opportunity. Yes, yes. It's an opportunity to address you're not enough Mm-mm. by using what you have to bless somebody else. Ooh. And so we miss opportunities all the time, Prophet Valerie. Yeah. To, 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 we miss opportunities. Let me put it this, this way. We miss opportunities all the time to create an opportunity for God to do something in our situation. Yes, yes, yes. God, God, God is creating opportunities for us to fulfill purpose. Amen. And when we walk in that, we create an opportunity for God to address what's going on in our personal lives. Mm-mm-mm. Amen? Mm-mm-mm. We all need an opportunity. God is creating opportunities. When you respond to that accordingly, when you do the will of God and walk in your purpose to fulfill purpose in the opportunity God creates, you will create an opportunity for God. Yes. I told a young lady today, I said, you know, and she was talking about getting involved in some things, and I thought that was a good move for her, getting involved with some elderly people and things like that. Uh, I felt that was a good move for her, and I told her, I said, you know, I told her, I said, now this is going to create an opportunity for God to get busy in your personal issues. Amen. Amen. You know, we when we when we live in our own little world, yeah, not being involved with anybody else and what other people have going on, and a lot of times that's our purpose in life mm-hmm. to use what God has given us, to use the skill, to use the wisdom, to use the grace, to use the oil that's on our life to make a difference in somebody else's yes. life. That's purpose. Absolutely, absolutely. When we when we when we when we are not engaged like that, that works against us. Yes, it does. Whenever you're not fulfilling purpose, it works against you. Because purpose is what's going to synergize your life with the earth. Amen. Amen? Amen. Amen. Purpose is going to synergize your life with the earth. The scripture says all things work together together for good for those who love God and those who are called according to his purpose. But purpose is going to synergize. When you walk in purpose, it, it causes things to work together. It causes all things to work together. Mm-hmm. God will begin to move people for you. Yes. He'll begin to move money for you. Yes. He'll begin to move provision for you. Yes. He'll yes. begin to move the earth for you. Yes. Because now your life has been synergized with, with the earth. Mm-mm-mm. But when I stay in my own little world, not 
not involved in anyone else's life, not involved, not engaged, not using the grace and the oil on my life, not making myself accessible or available to God to use me, not making myself accessible or available to God that, so that, to the point that when he needs me, he, he can interrupt my life. When he needs me, if I if I am on a regular job, I, I'll allow him to interrupt me, and I mm-hmm. find a way to get in position for him to send me, mm-hmm. so I can fulfill purpose. Mm-hmm. If I don't live my life that way, that works against me, and there'll be personal issues that I'll be struggling with to find a resolution to. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Because so, I'm not living by purpose. You're not living by purpose. Mm. Wow. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when when purpose comes, prophet Valerie, this is the response. Because purpose is looking for people right now. And, and this is an individual thing. Your purpose, my purpose, everybody has a, a distinct purpose and, and, and a specific purpose, and it's seeking people. It's stalking people right now. Your purpose is stalking you. It's been stalking you all your life. The specific things that you've been placed in the earth to do is seeking you. Stalking you, you know. Now, and, and John 18, when the army led by Judas Iscariot came. In fact, let's let's go there and read it because I love him. And John 18, this is the account now when Judas is going to leave the army to come to arrest Jesus. Mm. Now he knows Jesus knows full well what's going on. He knows that they're coming. Amen. At one account, he even told the disciples, he said, okay, let's rise from this place because, you know, the enemy is on his way. On the way. He's on his way. Okay. Now, in the Gospel of John 18, starting at verse 1, it says this. It says, when Jesus had spoken these words, he went out with his disciples over the the brook Kidron, Mm -hmm. where there was a garden, which he and his disciples entered. Mm -hmm. And Judas, who betrayed him, also knew the place, for Jesus often met there with his disciples. Mm Mm-hmm. Then Judas, having received a detachment of troops and officers from the chief priests and Pharisees, came there with lanterns, torches, and weapons. Mm-hmm. Judas and the troops came expecting a fight. Yeah, yeah. Yep. They, they came expecting a fight. They, they, they ready to fight. Okay? Verse 4 says, Jesus, therefore, knowing all things that would come upon him, mm-hmm. went forward. And said to them, who are you seeking? They're coming to arrest him. But he understands this is purpose coming. This is purpose coming. And he didn't run and hide. The Bible said he stepped forward and said, who are you looking for? Amen. That's the response when purpose comes. When purpose comes seeking, we don't run and hide. Even when it looks like it's going to impact us on a negative level. As far as our personal life is concerned, we don't run and hide. We step forward and we say, who are you looking for? Then in verse 5 it says, they answered him, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus said to them, I am he. Mm -hmm. I'm the one you're looking for. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love it. And Judas who betrayed him also stood with them. And now when he said to them, I am he, they drew back and fell to the ground. Then he asked them again, who are you seeking? Mm-hmm. And they said, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus answered, verse 8, I have told you that I am he. Mm-hmm. Therefore, if you seek me, let these go their way. Yeah. That's powerful. Yeah. He doesn't run and hide. They, they, they are coming to arrest him, and he doesn't fight it. Mm-mm. 
you know, Prophet Ralph been talking about, you know, God said, don't fight life. Yes. Well, purpose is life. Absolutely. Stop fighting purpose. When purpose comes looking for you, just lift up your hands and say, here I am. I'm the one you're looking for. Mm-mm-mm. Amen. Mm-mm. Step forward. It's time for many of us to step forward and rise up and walk in our purpose. Mm-mm-mm. Walk in our purpose. Have the impact that we are purposed to have. Make the difference in, in others' lives that we are meant to have, that we are gifted, we are anointed. We got prophets battle. We got too many people who don't understand the grace and the oil that's upon their lives. Amen. You know, for years we we sat before God, we sat under leadership, we stayed in a place of impartation, where where that for that gifting and that grace and that oil was being developed and poured upon our lives. And and we got too many people that just happy walking around talking about how anointed they are. Yeah. Well, guess what? Whenever God makes a deposit, whenever God makes an investment of grace and oil in your life, whenever he makes a significant investment, he has every intention at the appointed time to come and, and place demands on that grace and on that oil. Sure and he has, every, he has every intent and his purpose is that you will be in position of being accessible and available so that he can, he can get a return on that investment. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people who have grace and oil on their life, you're not in position for God to use you yeah. for what he really wants to use you to do. Yeah. You're not accessible. You're not available. You only serve God out of or in convenience, when it's yeah. convenient. Yeah. You're not allowing God to interrupt your life the way he needs to interrupt your life. But you're the same folk that would say my life belongs to him. To you I belong. To you I belong. <laughs> I give myself. I give myself. Yeah. Yeah. But when when you when you're gonna have to spend and you're gonna have to you know dig in your funds to go to a place that he's telling you they're not gonna they're not gonna pay your expenses you're gonna have to pay to get there but yet you understand this is an assignment I got to go I need to go. Yeah. You have issues with that. You have issues with that. Not understanding that there's a setup, that's an opportunity for God to really bless you. Amen. Prophet is valid. Let me declare this the most important thing. The best thing you have going for you is the grace and the oil that's on your life. Amen. The best thing you have working for you is the grace. And the oil on your life. Now that 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 that's a that's a two edged sword. Amen. That's a two edged sword because that's the thing that God needs from you more than anything else. Anything else. That's what He needs from you more than anything else because with that with that investment that He's made in your life, lives will be changed and transformed to the glory of God. And God needs access to that grace. He needs access to that oil. And who are we to deny him access? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's the one who's made the investment. Yeah. Yeah. Amen? Amen. Who are we to deny him access? Who are we? If he needs to send us, you know, to Africa, he needs to send us to Louisiana, he needs to send us to Texas. Yeah. In order to make a difference in his life. 
in order to transform life, in order to shift the community, Amen. in order to change the culture of a, of a land, yeah. of a people, who are we to deny him access? This is the mindset of kingdom-minded, real kingdom-minded people. Amen. Real kingdom-minded people have this type of attitude, this type of approach to life. Amen. 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 Wow. Wow. <sighs> okay. <yeah. laughs> it's relevant. It's relevant, Prophet. It's relevant. Amen. It's relevant. Amen. I mean, we we we've got that. We've got to. We got to do better because we, the church talks a good game. They do. And we can we go talk back a good to what, game. Um, what Pastor, Pastor Clemens said at Summit on Saturday. You talk in kingdom and do in church. Exactly. Exactly. We talk a good game. We've got all these beautiful, wonderful praise songs that everybody in the world sings, mm-hmm. but that we're not qualified to declare what the song is declaring. We're not even in position to do that. Come on, let's go back. Let, 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 let's read here now. Let me read a scripture to you now. Let's, um, let me read some scripture. Let me read some scripture. Amen. Here's the Apostle Paul in Second Timothy. Mm-hmm. This is what he says. In Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 8, he says, Therefore do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me his prisoner. Mm-hmm. But share with me in the sufferings for the gospel according to the power of God, mm-hmm. who saved us and accord and who saved us and called us with the holy calling, not according to our own works, but according to his own purpose and grace, yeah. Yeah. which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. Mm-hmm. But has now been revealed by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ, who has abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. Mm-hmm. Watch this now, to which I was appointed a preacher an apostle, and a teacher of the Gentiles. And he says this in verse 12, For this reason I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know who I have believed, and I am persuaded that he is able to keep what I have committed to him until that day. Then down to chapter 2, verse 10, and he says, Therefore, I endure all things for the sake of the elect, that they also may obtain the salvation to which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. He's talking about he's talking about the price that's been paid yes. and continue to be paid. Amen. You know, to, to, to be a kingdom man mm. and to walk in purpose. And he's not ashamed of that and he's not afraid of that. Amen. Verse eleven he goes on and says, This is a faithful saying, for if we died with him, we shall also live with him. With him. Yeah. If we endure, we shall also reign with mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And Amen. If we him. deny him, he will deny us. <laughs> yes. Amen. Yes. You know, endurance is a way of life, enduring trials and tribulations and facing the challenges. It's part of kingdom life. It is. It's not something that we shirk away from or shun or run from and hide. We step up to the place when purpose, when purpose calls. Yeah. yeah. When purpose demands a sacrifice. When purpose demands you know, something of us. We step up to the plate. Yeah. We don't shut away. We don't back down. Even to, to the point of, like, Pastor John, man, I've been exiled. I didn't run and hide. Yeah. Wow. You know, and, and even even in exile, I'm having an impact. 
Wow. Oh, glory to God. This is no. This is not the time for what I refer to as weak Christianity. And we're going to change culture. Amen. Yes. Weak Christianity is not going to get it done. You know, we got we got people coming out of the closet having an impact on something that doesn't even represent God. Mhm. Mhm. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's a message to the church. Amen. I think it's a direct. Slap in the face of the church That we are not having this type of impact And we serve in the king of kings And the lord of lords This man is, is willing to put his, put his name His whole character Everything about He's willing to put all that on the line For the sake of what he believes Is, is his life Yes but, but, but if our life is threatened uh, if our personal welfare is placed in jeopardy, a lot of us are backing up. Yes. Yes. We're backing up. Yeah. We're backing up. Yeah. We're not gonna we're not gonna change the culture. We're not gonna fulfill purpose if we if we back away from the challenges that are part of purpose. Not it is always to our advantage to step into position to take advantage of the opportunities that God creates for us to fulfill purpose. It's always to your advantage. It's always to my advantage. There's always something connected to that. Mm-hmm. It's always something that's blessings, that's promotions, that's rewards, that's benefits connected to every time I put myself in position to fulfill purpose. Regardless, of, you know, in spite of the fact that, that it, the opportunity might be surrounded by adversity, but nevertheless, Never. Even if it's challenging to me, nevertheless, when I step up yes. and I make myself, I say yes to God. Yes, yes. It's benefits. Yes. It's promotion. Yes. It's blessing. Yes. So connected much. to that. So much. So much. Yes. And, and you know, we're sharing um, this word, and, and you probably wonder, man, she's awful quiet. But <laughs> what what we're talking about tonight really is, Establishment of a word that God spoke to me this morning in prayer. Wow, Amen. You know, and so you know, for us to come back and talk about it this afternoon, it's just like you know, God is just really pounded down on this thing that I'm not to let not another opportunity pass. When He says I need you to go, I can't look at my pocket. I can't look at my Amen. job. I can't look at my kids. I can't. Amen. I can't look at a schedule. I can't. I can't look at any of those things. I have to keep my mind stayed on the fact that there's somebody's life that God wants me to impact. Amen. And he's Amen. prepared me for it. Amen. So I don't need to be intimidated. I don't need to be any of those things because whatever I need, because I'm on assignment for him, he takes care of it. Yeah, and I have absolutely. to I'm laugh, and, and I laugh because even the phone call that you and I had today when you gave me news about an addition, when I get Amen. home... That 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 check is in the mail for the addition. Amen. Praise the Lord. You Amen. know, so when we do what He says, He makes it happen. He, he makes it happen. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Amen. He makes it happen. Amen. Absolutely. Ah, amen. Amen. Thank God for being arrested. Bye yes. Bye. Yes. Thank God. Step forward. Yeah. I amen. fought it. I fought it for a long time. I did. 
but coming into the understanding of who I am and what it is that God requires of me, I, I freely give myself away. Amen. Amen. He can use me. Amen. That that's the life. That's the best life you will ever possibly live is to live your life that way. Amen. It sounds foreign to us. You know, just the concept of it is a foreign thing. It sounds not right. Yeah. But that leads to the best life you could ever possibly live. Amen. 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 Well, this has been great. Um I know that for all who have tapped in that this has empowered you. And it's our desire that because you've been empowered with this word that you'll go out and share it with someone else. Yeah. They'd be empowered as well. Join me on Thursday with my guest, Van Acre Jr., musical artist, Van Acre Jr. We're going to talk about his new release um, that's coming out this weekend, I believe. Join us on Thursday at 7 o'clock p.m. Until then, be blessed. Join us. Well, we'll let you know Thursday how next week's going to go. But we love you all. God bless you. Amen. Amen. God bless.